All right, this is the Midnight 30 Podcast. We are recording on a different night. We didn't get to do it Thursday because we had some life stuff going on. I did. Um, so anyways, but I am one of your hosts, Langel. And I'm Jeremy. How you been, man? Not too bad. How you been? I've been good. You know, you had the day off today. Surprisingly, yes. Nice. How was that? Pretty good. I just played Fallout 4 the whole time. Now, what'd you do? You told me about something you were doing in Fallout. What was uh, it? Collecting all the magazines. Now, what does collecting the magazines do? Well, it depends on the magazine. Uh, the magazines I was collecting was the Gragnock, uh, Gragnac and Barbarian, which increases your unarmed skill, so you can punch harder. So I found all those. Oh, neat. So it's a... Uh... Oh, gosh. What was it? Like a uh, skill magazine? Yeah. Um, I was thinking De- Dead Rising did those. And did they have those magazines in Fallout 3? I believe they did, but they had them more prevalent in New Vegas. And then uh, they were just went crazy with it in yeah. Fallout 4. So. Sure. I thought those were cool. Now, um, the magazine, what was it called? Garak? Garaknak uh, the Barbarian. Is that make fun of Conan, right? Basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah mm. A parody of Conan, so they mm-hmm. can be you know, non-registered trademark. Sure, yeah. Yeah, did you ever play the Did you ever play the Conan uh, video game? Mm-mm. It wasn't bad. I mean, it really was not bad. It was uh, your. Were the movies better? Um, yeah. Oh. <laughs> did you re, Did you watch the remake? Mm-mm. It was not. It had great ambitions, and the guy that I picked for it was um. Oh, what's the guy that did um? You know, the Aquaman. Um. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I can't remember the name. I can't remember. I don't know why I can't. I should. Um. But they had him, and you're like, oh, that's a perfect one for Conan. Yeah, he should be do, do great. I, the writing just wasn't good. <clears throat> I mean, it just was not a good movie. I think the acting, who they picked, was fine. But the the creation of it, it was it was not good. I know they made that one and Clash of the Titans, which I do want to see because I love the original. Yeah, the Clash of the Titans, people hated it. I watched both of them. I like Clash of the Titans. People thought they were crap. I thought they were really fun. I mean, people didn't like Clash of Titans, and I'm here going, why? This is just like Greek uh, no, mythology. grew up on the original. Yeah, I mean, they had the, what the, all oh, the classic Medusa, you know, and all that stuff. Like, it was, it was fun. So, I liked it. Yeah, I like the kind of, uh, you know, the Greek gods. And stuff. Oh, yeah. It's my, I mean, still Norse is my favorite. Norse will forever always be. I just, I really enjoy the Norse mythology. You should but. read about the Egyptian one. That would really blow yourself up. I've off. heard Egyptian is kind <laughs> of... Kind of the, 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 the dark horse of everything, you know. I've always kind of thought the Norse mythology was the dark horse of, you know, mythology. But from what I've heard, um, Egyptian mythology is pretty cool. Um, I would like to see if there's any... Um, uh, shoot. It deals with a lot of uh, um, druids. Oh, uh, now is that considered with Norse? Maybe that is Norse, but I think I want to say I'm willing to say Swedish mythology, but I don't think that's correct. Oh man, I'm trying to remember the name. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. It'll come to me later. Yeah, but I, I'll tell you what. I, I liked. Uh, I think there was the Assassin's Creed game that you were an Indian. I think like the Native American. Like that stuff, I think that's cool. Oh yeah. I mean, I really think. I mean, that those guys were BA man. Oh yeah. What I was mean, it that Anthony Hopkins said on the Edge? He's like, you know what? Um, a coming of age 
Indian would do? They would slap a bear. See how close they get to it? And slap it. They've been killing bears for hundreds of years. We're going to kill the bears. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that stuff is, I think that's pretty cool. So, um, But anytime they mix some history with that stuff, I think it's great. Yeah, I actually rewatched uh, Dances with Wolves, and I, I, mean, I created a little joke about it. Oh, Kevin, the Kevin Costner, right? Yeah, I was on uh, Reddit, and some guy threatened to ban me, and I said, my, my name is Wind in His Hair, and I'm not scared of you. <laughs> he's like, well, he's not scared of me. I can't say anything back. Well, the thing was, I was like, I can use it on stage, and then I realized, wait a second, there's probably going to be about nine people out of 20 that are actually going to get that. Probably. Person, so. Yeah, they, they would. They'd be like, oh, funny. Yeah. The rest of them would just kind of be like, what? Sure. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it might make me laugh harder though I, you know I found that if you laugh my wife tonight she said she said I love it whenever you laugh at your own jokes I'm like me too <laughs> it makes everybody happy there's sometimes you can tell a joke it is just totally stupid but if you think it's funny people admire that a little bit like oh he thought it was funny oh yeah. cute uh, <laughs> I, I'm like okay I, I'll roll with it yeah so, so you're, what you're saying is I should just over and like just like losing it after every one of my jokes on the stage. That would probably, uh, that would, I think that would work. Yes. I mean, if you genuinely mean it, I mean, I, I think that, <laughs> I really do. I think that would work. Yes, I do. Um, I found that I've seen people tell a joke and they laugh and they're going, oh, that's funny. And I'm, I, the more I think about it, I'm going, why are you laughing? And then I get it. Oh, that's why they're laughing. This is funny. Yeah. I do think it's a tactic that is just, it adds some genuine to it too. You know what really cracks me up? Huh. When people fake laugh. They're like, <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I'm like, it makes me lose it. I don't know why. No, me and you do that. Okay, I see what you're saying. I thought you were being sarcastic. No. But yeah, no, there's times you and I do like, <laughs> 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 they actually end up laughing. Like, if I was, like, performing in front of a crowd and yeah. they all started doing that, I would, like, lose it. I don't think I'd be able to continue. Because let me see what it is. You know the, the Van Wilder laugh? <laughs> I did that to my son the other day. I was like, <laughs> So I said, Jeremy and I, we do this deal. And he knew the movie. I don't know how he knows the movie, but I was like, hey, it's the Ryan Reynolds movie. He's like, oh, Van Wilder? I said, yeah, how do you know? He said, well, my friends joke about it. I said, okay, you shouldn't watch it yet. But, um... Yeah, there's a part where the guys laugh at each other, and Jeremic and I do that. I think we just laugh every time we do it. So, kind of like whenever we would pull the uh, like what Clabby did to spawn on our. Oh yes! Oh yeah, kill me! Oh yeah, kill me! He used to do it to Muffin all the time. He'd get so mad. Oh, he gets so angry. So angry. <laughs> Like me playing Halo with him, and I grab his leg. Oh, he was <laughs> so mad, and it was great because I was I was not good at Halo compared to you two. And uh, there was a point where I just had to bow out and realize I have I have been uh, succeeded. I, I am I have uh, I need acquiesce. Like no, I'm done. You guys are better, so it's more fun for me to watch. And I remember you two playing Halo, and I just we were, it was like late at night, and I loved watching you guys play Halo. Oh, and then. I remember there's a point where we probably told a story before on the on the podcast, but if I could just play out this, just describe it. Okay, so it's late at night. We're zoned in. You two are zoned in on the old, you know, CRTV, you know, that weighs, you know, ten thousand pounds, and you know the glow is everywhere. It's very, very bright, 
and we're hunkered down, you know, we're looking at this like 47 inch TV, which at that time is, I think it's pretty big, but um, you were there looking and I'm watching you guys, you guys just bend down and then you each had rocket launchers and you're, you're, you're in the, you're at one big building and he's at the other and you're looking at the windows and I just remember like, Muffin's really getting into it and all of a sudden I hear you go, <laughs> and you shoot a rocket and you killed him and I realized that you were counting the windows to see which one he was in then I mean oh he got so mad I mean he got pissed he's like God oh he wasn't very sly because I'd always see like his weapon sticking I, out or something yes and it was funny because you see that you see go Whoop. oh there he is <laughs> what was the one a uh, gulch something blood gulch uh, something gulch you know what I'm talking about yeah it was a small map yeah, the, the smallest one. Oh, uh, that was fun. Water, was there a waterfall? Mm-hmm. There was a waterfall there. Yeah. Oh, what was that? Ugh. But that one was really, really good. Um, Blood Rock Gulch or something like that. Something like that. I remember, there was a point whenever Dry I remember. Rock Gulch. What was it called? I can't remember. I can't remember. Something Gulch. But I remember Muffin, and Muffin beat me one time, and I remember I got mad, and I was here going, I've, I've now been like, wow, he's, he's good. Okay. And then... You have this like majestic way of dealing with rocket launchers and snipers, and so <laughs> you would shoot, and then you would hit him, and then you laugh, and he gets so mad, and then you'd just like, I'm gonna try again, and you'd get him again. You're like, oh, and oh, I just. I loved watching you two play that game. Well, the best part about that is you don't even have to hit him directly with a rocket. You don't. So I would like aim above him, below him, to yes, the side of him, yes. anywhere by him, and it, it would take damage either way, <laughs> even if I missed. So it was great. Those were the days. Oh my God. I mean, just oh. And then we uh, used to do the Gears of War a lot, where we uh, would. I forgot what map you, we were on, but I would snipe from the window. Yeah, you and me would do Gears. Did he ever do Gears with us? I don't think he did, did he? Every once in a while, but not very often. That's right. He did do it off and on, but yeah, he's right. <clears throat> now, now, you and I would do Gears, and you would save my butt. <laughs> a lot of times, I'd be like, Jeremy, you're like, oh, okay, hang on, hang on. So you come and save me, but you were good at the sniping. I mean, and also the headshots in that game are so great. Mostly, I think it was Army of Two where we had to save each other most oh, of the Oh, Army time. of Two was fantastic. I, actually, I wish they'd bring back those games. I played that the other day. Um, and I can already tell that my PS2 is oh. on its deathbed. So I was like, I gotta buy a giant yeah, box again. You, you gotta get one of those. Again, I mean, um, I think the Xbox have a little bit. Well, the, I think the original Xbox have a little more longevity. Wait, I think even uh, you can get the. You can do the. They might be on 360. They're on 360. Yeah. Really? Yeah. They are. Yeah, they are. They're on 360, man. They're not PlayStation 2. Well, I, I'm pretty sure they're on 360. I think, but man, that's going back. Yeah. Hey, that I'd have to back. let you go in and look at my uh, my my old school collection that I've been garnishing for the last few years. Oh, that'd be pretty. Uh, I have all the Silent Hills, <clears throat> almost all the really? Resident Evils. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And I, I got a bunch of cheesy games like. I think I got a hold of Spyro the other day. Spyro? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I could be wrong. I could have uh, have grabbed what you call it, um, Banjo, um, Crash Bandicoot. Oh, Crash Bandicoot's great. So I don't, I don't know why I just accumulate all these. I, I do want to get it in 64 though, so we can revisit, you know, uh, the 
multiplayer eventually. Which one would you say? Which one? Uh, like an N64, so we can do oh. multiplayer. Oh, oh yeah, the eventually. Goldeneye. <clears throat> yeah, oh, Goldeneye and the Mario Kart were great. Mario Kart and Goldeneye were this this stuff. Um, I was big into Goldeneye. Um, but Jason, the buddy you and I know, um, he was big into Mario Kart. Big into Mario Kart. I wasn't so much into Mario Kart. Um, that never really hooked me. Some people are really big into Smash Brothers, but not, yeah, not I. I played it off and on, but I never really got nuts over it. Me neither. My son, he's got the, the newest one, and I thought about getting it, but I don't know. It, just, it didn't stick with me. I'm here going, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's not my, not my jam. I've tried to like it, but <clears throat> the only thing I like about it is that you get to play as different characters. Um, so you have these, you know, you get to play as Mario and you get to punch people. That's cool. Um, I'm playing the one from the Wii at a friend's house and it's okay, but it's like, uh, I It gets know. old very quick in my I, opinion. I would pick Pikachu just because it's hilarious. Yeah. Some people off, but after a while it's like, My youngest son would pick Jigglypuff. I hate freaking Jigglypuff because <laughs> he would kick the crap out of us. So my oldest son and I were here going... Let's just team up on him. We would both. We wouldn't hit each other. We'd try to hit him. That was our goal. So it was two against one. He'd still beat us every time. He didn't know what he's doing, but he'd beat us every time. He would. Just like on Killer Instinct. Killer Instinct, he'd play as uh, Rash. My youngest plays Rash, one of the Battletoad guys. He'd beat us every time. So the big thing was, uh, um, hey, you know what? Um, try to beat my youngest son in the fighting game because he's really good. Oh, speaking of old school fighting games, remember that game that was basically a GTA knockoff? Was it The Streets of LA or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. I yeah. was thinking about that the other day, and I was thinking about, I was playing it on very hard mode, and you and Muffin came over. And oh, like, yeah. I was just like, my fingers were flying, yes. and I actually beat that guy. And I remember that. And I was thinking, I need to play that again. <laughs> they, um, they had a, the, the, the spiritual remake, or not spiritual sequel, is called Sleeping Dragons. Oh, you need to get that game. It's a great. It's a. It's in Tokyo. It's basically a. Uh, think GTA, but just in Tokyo, but with really great fighting. So they remade it. How many years later? No, they didn't remake it. Um, it's a sequel, oh, spiritual okay. sequel to um, to the Streets of LA and stuff like that. Um, very, very, very good game. Uh, yeah, it's called Sleeping Dragons. It's so much fun. It's a. It's an excellent. I write that one down on my game. notepad. Yeah, you, you would enjoy that what a lot. What system is it for? Um, it is available for 360, PlayStation 3. It's also you can get it for this. It's been remade. Um, I need to. I think I got it for my. Uh, I think I got it for PS4 and the Xbox One X. And I've got it. I got it on almost every system. I'll see if I can find it. It's good. I played it, and um, I. I remember. I never got to beat the DLC, but highly recommend it and I'm not one that's big on the G I mean I've played GTA games I've only finished one of them which was the Russian one you know, oh I one. still want to finish yeah, that, that one. one that's the one I ever finished and it's <clears throat> hard um, it's hard yeah it is um, but uh, I think probably the best GTA is either the fifth one or San Andreas I've heard um, I really did yeah so but this one right here Sleeping Dogs I mean I was committed to it and I enjoyed every minute of it um and uh, there was some DLC that came out. I, I didn't finish all the DLC, but a big chunk of it. So yeah, recommend it. It's an awesome game, so um, yeah. Uh, so we talked about, you've been playing some Fallout, getting some magazines and stuff. Uh, 
we've been talking about Mortal Shell, <clears throat> which was a, <clears throat> it was, you know, basically, you know, Bloodborne, you know, Demon Souls. This game, I believe, is more like Bloodborne than Demon Souls, Dark Souls, uh, because it's, it makes you want to play more aggressive because of the fighting system of, hey, if you want to get more health back, you can use some health, some mushroom stuff, or you can parry to get health back. Uh, I went ahead and I did that where I parried health back. So there is, the, the, so basically the whole gist of this, so spoilers, you haven't played this game, it's fighting style like, you know, the Souls games. Um, but you have these four shells and you level up each shell and you can choose which one you want to focus on. You can switch off and on between anytime you want. Uh, you have to buy these, you have to find these little like um, dolls. Like, okay, you want the doll that looks like, you know, um, Solomon the Scholar. Well, um, um, so you do that, you do this doll. That's not right, you do so. You, <laughs> you use this doll, and uh, then therefore you spawn this new character. But it's really beneficial to focus on one character. And there's this guy I focused on, I can't remember his name, but he's this big, looks like a huge, like, Night King. And uh, his health is very large, stamina not so much, but he has this buff where every character, every enemy you kill, you get attack damage built up. So if you've killed like, you know, 100 damage, 100, you know, enemies, well, you get times 100 damage. I mean, it's, it's great. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so I did that. And uh, uh, you go in this world and you have to find these three, you have to go to these three regions and kill the big boss at the end. So you go through the dungeon, you kill the big bad guy, you get this glyph, you take it back to this prisoner to free this prisoner. You don't know who this prisoner is, he just says, hey, will you free me? <clears throat> so you get the last glyph and you get a chance to give it to him and you can choose to give it to him or not to give it to him. So I'm here going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna choose not to give it to this guy. And lo and behold, he now turns into the final boss. See, that was the final boss. No, no, he's the final boss. Um, this guy um, kind of reminds you of the one in Bloodborne, the cost, the children of cost. The, the orphan of cost. Orphan of cost. He reminds you of that just the way he moves. He's on the ground. Um, he's not as hard as him, I don't believe. But, uh, oh, that, that the, the, the game is just, I can't say enough about this game. Mortal Shell is a great game. You need to play it. It is just by far probably one of the best games I've played this year. Um, I can't wait for them to do a sequel, to do some additions to it. <clears throat> I I sing its praises all day. Mortal Shell by it. So I beat it, uh, completed it. Um, I will. I don't know if I'll ever, I might go back into it. Well, actually, I'm talking about like, oh, I'd like to go back in and play it, but there's other games I want to beat. Um, but it's... Oh, that was great. You can do New Game Plus and all that. You can go back, you know, and get more things. But, I mean, uh, you can level up your your shells and everything and get them leveled up. But you find all the weapons. I got all the weapons leveled up, I think, almost. Um, so, yeah, it's good. Buy it. You'd love it. I know you would. <clears throat> so, Bloodborne. Talking about Bloodborne. Uh, guess what? What's that? Supposedly, they are redoing... Doing a remaster of Bloodborne for the PlayStation 5. Uh, but since they're going to be new content, it's Prob um, 
probably not, but the um, the remaster of Demon Souls. Excuse me, the company that redid Demon Souls. They've done um, some. They remastered Demon Souls. They did a great job. They've been uh, doing remaking some games the past couple times. They did um. um oh shoot, I can't remember the name right now. Um, it'll come to me here in a minute, but they've been doing remaking some stuff. Anyways, they did Demon Souls, and I think they're going to do Bloodborne. I mean, just imagine the game with just everything better, prettier graphics. Um, I don't think they'll add any new content. I don't. But I hope that this they do this because it's, they need to do Bloodborne too. If they did, the, the, the will make me buy a PlayStation 5 is Bloodborne 2. <clears throat> that's what make me buy a PlayStation 5. That would be it. Um, just because that's like the big Demon Souls is one that kind of makes you want to get a PlayStation 5, but um, I'd have to get it if there's like a sale. But Bloodborne 2, if they said, hey, we're kind of Bloodborne 2, I'll buy a PlayStation 5 just for that. <laughs> totally. I mean, you know, but yeah. So, uh, Bloodborne. They've been playing with the idea for years. They have. I mean, they have. I mean, so <clears throat> you're like the Bloodborne master. I mean, you know far more about the game than I know. So, if you could, like, do something, how would you. Oh, gosh, I don't want to phrase this. Bloodborne 2 comes out. Fantasy. Okay, so Bloodborne 2 is getting ready to come out. They call you up like, Jeremek, you know Bloodborne 2. We want your help. What information or help would you want to give them? Well, that's a tough one. Because, uh... Right. As long as they stuck along the same pattern of what they did in the first one, but if they created new bosses and maybe a few new enemies, that... I can probably do enough, and plus, you know, new outfits and stuff like that. And yeah. That'd probably be all I'd say because I actually liked it. And yeah. Not a lot I wouldn't. I was thinking um, adding more. Okay, okay, so I'm going to say this, but you tell me if I'm wrong because there might be more of it in there that I'm, that I'm not aware of. More Call of Cthulhu. But is there already a good amount of Call of Cthulhu in it? It seems like there's. A, large portion of Lovecraft yeah, I agree so. yeah because as I was thinking I was like well <clears throat> there is a good chunk of it I mean most of the creatures do resemble that of uh, you know of something from H.P. Lovecraft's yep. Nightmares so. yeah they do they really really do <clears throat> so yeah but Bloodborne 2 remake all that stuff I'm, I'm looking forward to it'd be awesome um, next Fortnite new season's coming out Tuesday I need to get to level 100 in less than 48 hours. Mm. And I'm on level 64, oh, 65. Man. The reason why I want to do this is because they have some pretty cool skins. But, uh, you know, I'm not a big um, Star Wars fan, but they have the deal. You know, the Mandalorian, you know, Disney movie um, the series. They have the deal where um, you can uh, have. Uh, all that little baby Yoda guy on your back, you know, he's kind of neat. So I'm looking forward to that, but I got to get to level 100, and I'll probably play it on my Switch a good chunk of the time. Mm -hmm. But man, that's uh, that's a big. It's a big commitment. It is, and I want to get it done, but um. You have to really want to. You do, to and around your schedule. You know? I know, and I'm here going. Okay, I'm on spring break right now, <clears throat> so I'm here going. I could, but 
Boy, that's, um, dude, that's a, I mean, I'm one that I get, especially Fortnite, I think it's fun now, but sitting that, sitting down that long to do that, I don't know. That's, I don't know. I want to get it, but. After two hours, I have to get up and do something. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think the new season will be fun. Um, so, uh. Couple more control. You know, you ever heard the game Alan Wake? Did you ever hear the other game? How about Max Payne? Uh, okay. Yes, so Max Payne, the first Max Payne, these, this company made it. Um, Remedy. Um, this game called Control. You are this. I've talked about it before on the podcast, but I'm getting ready to beat this game. It's, it's pretty close. Uh, you're this lady that is. Um, uh, she has this connection with her brother that works in this agency, kind of like an X-Files agency. She's in this building. It's being taken over by this entity that's possessing people. And you're going through this whole facility trying to figure out what's going on. And you somehow acquire these powers. And there's this voice talking to you in your head. And you obviously know who this, what this voice is. But it's so vague and mysterious. It gets kind of annoying just how um, they don't give you enough to go they off They don't. Of. It's so weird that you're going, this is just weird for being weird. It's like, this is weird, yeah. It's just weird for the sake of being weird. And it's annoying. Um, but it, the con, the combat is very fun. The gunplay is very smooth. The abilities you have is fantastic. You can grab anything in the, in the world and throw it at your enemies. Even if there's nothing around, you can grab brick and mortar from the wall and throw it I mean that's that's fantastic you can levitate now um, I mean it's a very very fun game but it just gets so old where you're sitting here going I've done this already I've, I've, I've been doing the same thing for a long time and the map the map people like the map I hate the map you look at this map you're here going well this is kind of where I need to go and um, the place is so labyrinthian that you don't the most of the time you're trying to figure out like how do I get here how do I get here how do I get here and it gets very confusing that very much annoys me and um, I would have liked for them to redo the map and just the just give me a little dot to follow where do I need to go give me like a little like just look to the left or right or something uh, but they don't do that and that's very annoying hmm. however uh, the control deal is, um, is a very very good uh, game so I highly recommend you buy it. I got mine for, oh gosh, 10, no, 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 20 bucks. But I did buy it on the Xbox One X first, and then they came up with a new one on the Series X, which that really irritated me that you couldn't transfer it. But I wanted to play the best version of it, so I just stopped the version I was playing before. I was like, no, I'm going to play it on the, on the, uh, the, the one because I'm here going my time is valuable you might get the full experience yeah I'm not gonna because if if I have a better version coming up I'm gonna wait to play the better version because if I play the old version I'm gonna be like well now I feel like I have to play the newer one because I'm gonna get the full experience and that that really irritates me so I wonder if in the 1920s guys would you know like talk about chests and horseshoes like what we're talking about video oh yeah <laughs> i wonder like i can't you know <clears throat> i got this new horseshoe you know what i i skilled i, I aced that 
five or six times in a row. You, you saw it, Charlie. You were I wrung it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrung it. <laughs> uh, um, last game I want to talk about. It is... Werewolf Apocalypse Earthblood, which we've talked about it before. Is that the one you showed me in there? I did. It's the one where, you know, you're... The name is atrocious. It's bad. But it is connected with the Vampire Masquerade universe, so... I like that, too. That's cool. Um, I love your abilities in that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's neat. Uh... The game is just this is basic this is just the game. This is what you do. You go to an area, you stealth kill as many guys as possible. They find you. You get mad they found you. You turn into a huge gigantic werewolf that is the werewolf design in this game is really great. I mean the werewolves look fantastic. You can turn into a wolf to be a little bit more sneaky and fast. Um, you have a little crossbow, you know, a little handheld crossbow that you can shoot people with to build up your rage. And uh, you do have some RPG aspects where you talk to people and um, you need to hold your rage under control. Um, Sometimes you can just punch people to get more rage. It's it's really a... Yeah, it's kind of a cool idea, but it's not integrated very well, I don't feel. Um, but what you do is you go in there, you're sneaking around, killing people, stuff, stealthily, and they find you, they get mad, you get mad, you turn to a werewolf, you kill everybody, very, very, you rip them apart, just being a, vamp, being a werewolf, which is super fun, and then you go to the next level, and you do the same thing. And you find these little, you can have like your spirit vision, and you can smell flowers and plants, and you get XP from that as well. <clears throat> I mean, it, I got the game uh, for $13, and that was, I think that was good. Um, if I would have paid more for this game, I would have been very disappointed. However, it is just mindless, dumb fun. Uh, I would not pay full price for this game. I'm 50, I'm over halfway done with it. I think my, it said my my percent, I'm 50 some, 56% done. And that is probably like, that is talking about every, like all the collectibles I've found and all that. So I'm sure I'm probably gonna get close to about whenever I'm done quote unquote with the game, it's gonna say you are 90% done, but you have like 10% left just cause I didn't find all the collectibles or the, the stuff to read in the world, so. Um, but I mean, it's it's a if you want mindless dumb fun, and you like werewolves, I like werewolves. I think they're cool. There hasn't been a werewolf game in a long time. So if that interests you, it's fun. I mean, I, I've there's not been a point that I've been like, oh, this isn't fun, but it's uh, just very obvious that you're doing the same thing over and over and over again, and it doesn't get any different. You do get some new abilities, but you're still doing basically the same thing. Uh, the story is, you know, like, hey, there's these people that have this company that's killing the environment, so the werewolf people want to kill them because they're hurting the environment. Okay, that's pretty much the, the gist of it. 
Uh, one thing I do like is that the werewolves have this thing called rage, and there's a point where they can get they can just be consumed by their rage, and they'll just go berserk without reason and just kill everything in their sight. Just they won't think; they just think, "Oh, I gotta kill everything." That's a cool feature, and I think that's that's integrated in the storytelling pretty well. But the voice acting is very bad. I think the graphics are. I think honestly, the graphics are. Um, they're not the best by all mean, by any means, but I think the werewolf. They, here's the deal. They made the werewolves look cool, and it's a werewolf game. Of all the things you'd want to make look cool in the werewolf game, make the werewolves look cool. The werewolves look great. Um, the enemies and you as a as like a wolf and a human. That looks fine. It looks good. I mean, it's not bad. Um, I think your character looks good. He's got a, he's a bald guy with a beard. I've said before. Hey, I'm a bald guy with a beard. I think he looks great. Uh, You're biased. <laughs> I, I am biased. I really am. Uh, but that's how you imagine a werewolf guy totally. being, you know, uh, tall and fuzzy, be it his hair or yeah. his face. You know? Yeah, he's just this big guy that lives in the woods. He turns into a werewolf when he gets mad. All right. Um, so yeah, I, I, I definitely um, get it on sale. Don't buy it for full price. I think full price maybe might be forty or fifty, but I mean, I would pay twenty. Don't pay any more than that for it. My personal opinion. So. Anyways, um, that's what I've been playing. Would you like to know what game controller I play on? I'll tell you. I will tell you. It's the Xbox Elite Controller 2. This controller is $180. Pretty stupid, right? Well, I almost paid $150 for a pair of pants, so I can't judge. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. I have got, no room to Kind of puts because I was looking at this like, I'm not going to pay this money. Well, I like to play video games, and um, but I, the controllers I have are fine. And I found a way to get this game, I, this uh, this controller. I got it for like 120, no, 115, 17, 117. It's uh, something you're going to use all the time. I yeah. Think. So you're going, well, look at the reviews. It's going to last longer. It's like, well, I'll get it because, you know, I've got it for $115. I would have not paid $180 for it would not that's not nope not worth it in my mind at all um so don't pay 180 bucks for this game for this this controller it's not worth it at all not in the, in the slightest because you can buy a controller that will do just as good for 60 bucks if you want to pay full price you can go shop around and get it for 40 however the xbox controller elite is very good it has metal parts it's not gonna wear as long. It's 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 not gonna the wear and tear is not gonna be as bad. It's gonna last me a long time, which I like. But um, I've enjoyed playing with it so much. My my kids love it. It's got lots of lights, little features. They think it's really nice. But I mean, I uh, don't pay 180 bucks for this thing. That's not smart with your money. Don't do it. Um, not you could do a lot better things with your money. Um, but I wanted to give a review of it. <clears throat> it is nice. Get it on sale. You'll love it more. <laughs> you get it. You're like, oh, this is great. And you'll be spending all day trying to justify why you spent $180 on this thing. I, I, I yep. It's, it's, I mean, the fact I'm saying that it's worth $100 is a lot for me. So when I paid $115, to so $117. Uh, but, yep. So, Anyways, that's what I've been playing. A lot of fun stuff. We're on spring break, so uh, it's 
that's good. I'm really getting into like a Dark Souls, Demon Souls type of games I've been wanting to play. Plus, like, we've been having like uh, flood warnings like crazy. Oh, yeah. And what was it? This morning, uh, my phone went off. I heard that scream at about 11 in yes. the morning. Because uh, my phone was going off and it was basically saying that, uh, you know, uh, tornadic conditions are possible. And then I just like, I went back to sleep. I was like, just let it, let it take me. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> and then I woke back up and I was like, oh, it's over with. I'm fine. So, but we're still in a flood morning. Oh, so. yeah. It's yeah. rained uh, quite a bit here. Um, it's like Noah's Ark over here. <laughs> you know, we're, right where we're recording, we can literally step out and um, like we can walk maybe like five to ten steps. And I have a river outside of my house. Uh it's pretty high, which it's so pretty, and uh, it's it's we're connected with a creek that is very pretty, but also is connected with a creek by the interstate, and so a lot of people like to throw their garbage, mm. which I which irritates me so bad. So yeah, um, I get beer cans in my oh my gosh, yard I got all the time, and it's like how did they get there? I know like people just throw it in the ditch. Oh, I hate it. Um, we we're not by a highway, but the water's connected. Like there's a bridge that they go over, and we get beer cans, we get styrof lots of styrofoam cups lots of styrofoam cups um i told you we, i just got a beach ball <laughs> somebody left in the river so i mean we got a lot of stuff that comes through so it is pretty but it also gets i just hate that it washes all this crap in our yard however it does wash a lot of debris and sticks away so it does clean up everything nicely um so it's a it's a you know tit for tat you know yeah, give or take. It is, you know, but uh, but yeah, we got. It's, it's just, it's uh, pretty. The water's pretty high, which I, I do enjoy. It always looks very, very pretty. My dogs, they came out, and uh, in fact, the water was high. It ticked them off. So like, oh, so they're barking at the water. Thank God for our dogs. Um, so they were. They scared that water. They off. did. Whenever there's a new vehicle in our house, like at our house, like oh, jeez, you know, anything, you know, new blade of grass, new rock. So. All right. Would you like to take a break? Yeah, we'll take and a And then we'll do the second segment. All right. So we'll see you guys here in a second. All right. Bye-bye. Later. -bye. And we are back with the Midnight 30 Podcast. All right. So we are going to be talking about... You had some movies that you watched recently and she had some really good ones on here um so jeremy just take it away so the other day you recommended i watched I did. underwater i did and um you were the way you said it okay this is kind of a small spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet so this is a warning might want to skip ahead a little bit but he said oh you remember the little mermaid yeah you should totally watch underwater and i was thinking Okay, this is yeah. maybe it's some kind of live <laughs> interpretation of it, you know? And I'm watching it, and you're like, oh, it has the girl from Twilight in there. Yep. And I was like, oh, I really don't like her. I don't either. <laughs> I cannot stand her acting. I cannot. My wife enjoys her acting. I think her acting is atrocious. She's like the female Keanu Reeves. No offense, Keanu. Yeah, her. totally. But not as good. <laughs> uh, she has this one, she has her face is the same. And she keeps her, her mouth halfway her open. Mouth, her mouth, just close your dang mouth. <laughs> Irritates me so bad. Um, uh, yeah, I, Twilight, she actually did pretty good in Twilight. Well, I read the I'll books. take that, but the Huntsman was 
all right. The Huntsman, she did good in. So, I mean, really, everything she does good in, this. Everything that I've seen her in, I'm here going, yeah, she does good. Well, that's the but thing, she though. she looks the same every... So she's like this blank template where they right. do everyone with her. It's like, hey, do this. And she'll do it. You know, it's 80%. Yeah, it's 80%. Type casting. Totally. <laughs> it's 80%. You can do... Put her in this movie. She'll fit. Yeah, put her in a new I, movie I didn't she'll care fit. for her much, but I loved Underwater. Yes. I'll say that. Um, so good. No, I didn't understand the comic relief character who always had the bunny. Yeah. I was like, okay, that, that was a little, it little was. too far. But at the same time, it's like, well, you know, he's kind of relieving tension for it. It, and was. Then, it was too on the nose because you saw it. You're like, oh, he's, he, he's that one. But you always were optimistic. Maybe. Maybe. And then the moment came and it was like, I knew it. Yes. I knew it. And then. But yeah, I was actually like enthralled with the whole thing. Like oh, I yeah. could not take my eyes off the screen. I was like, woman, woman, are you seeing this? <laughs> are you seeing this? And then, uh, yeah, and then I actually thought whenever she made it to the place that we're going and she got, you know, separated from her crew, Yep. I thought that was the end of the movie. And then like, I was still watching going, yeah. is this it? Is this it? Because, you know, it made me think of, like, C-Lab 2021. Why, yeah. And then I was like, wait a second, these are oil tankers. And then I remembered I applied to wash dishes on an oil tanker 15 years ago. Oh, wild. Yeah, and then I was thinking, if it would have said yes, would I really have been, like, five or six miles underwater? I, well, I don't know. I don't know the I don't know the, the layout of an oil tanker. But, yeah, I mean, duh, they have to go under. Well, yeah, they does and like what's well, dead they have to go underwater so yeah i don't know that's a good great that's a, that's a great question you might have to hmm. but maybe the facilities to eat her up i don't know if you guys know how an oil tanker goes i don't know how you know. yeah if anybody works on oil tanker let us know how uh the layout is actually yeah or how far underwater you actually have to be because i heard uh yeah there's some incidences of uh people forgetting to close the deal whenever uh, the water pressure changes and then they just explode yeah it's just it's just i mean it's Instantaneous, just wild. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of glad I didn't take a job on the I'm glad you didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, I mean, I would have been gone for a while because I guess they give you a room and board while you're working for all the crew. Better. So yeah, I don't know. It reminded me of um, like a combination of like say aliens. Yes. Because you know you got the uh, the working class people that are stuck aboard. And yep. They can't leave. Kind of reminded me of Little Mac Aliens. Uh, what was the other thing that reminded me of? Ah, uh, can't quite name it off, but at the same time, I was thinking that all the, the fancy outfits they got, I yeah. was like, Dead Space style? Oh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I would definitely see an underwater, underwater aliens. Dead space. I could see that. I, I was trying space. to see if it was like futuristic or if that's actually the kind of stuff they would have on a oil tanker. You know what I mean? Well, if they're, and I don't know if this is set, like, I don't know how the, to me, everything in the movie was, you know, all the equipment they used was quote unquote supposed to be realistic. That's what I understand. I don't know, but nothing on the, in the movie was like, oh, this is like new, you know, future tech. You know, it's, it's, Wait a minute! No, it was because wasn't this in the wasn't this in the trench? 
Wasn't this in the Mariana? The Mariana. It the Mariana so, this, yeah. <laughs> so this is futuristic. This is futuristic because we don't have. Nope. It is futuristic because yeah, the oil stuff going in that deep. No, I don't think. Yeah, I was going to say I was like the thinking, trench. No. How, how far down does it go? Because I don't think we have anything in the we Mariana. Have, we do trench. not. We've only had a few. Not many people have actually been down to the trench. Did we even send any subs down there yet? <laughs> we've had we've had some. I think there's been four or five expeditions. Kurt Cameron. The guy that did um, uh, Titanic and all that, he Avatar, he took a little sub to go down there. But there's only been, um, it's called Challenger, the Challenger Deep, something like that. Um, there's not been very many people that have went down to the to the trench, and they've only taken samples. I mean, the, the, that's one thing that's wild about it, the water, like the amount of ocean that's been explored on our Earth is so small. It's so fascinating to me. Yeah, I think we need to work on that instead of I space. I know, right? Like, you, I like imagine space. what we can find. I know. You know space is always interesting to me, but I'm here going. But the ocean is so there's so much unexplored. There's got to be some monsters down there. Yeah, there probably is. I mean, there's in the trench. There's, I mean, they've said like, yeah, there's organisms down there that we don't know about. There's there's life there we don't know about because, well, stuff can survive down there only because they've they've been made for that down there. So. They've been so deep probably since the first two extinction events. So yeah. they've probably been down there a long oh, time. So what I love that stuff. I mean, so that's that's right in my alley. Yeah, yeah. that's what I like. I yeah. was, oh it reminded me of the Abyss too. Oh the Abyss was really yes, the Abyss. That totally is Which I haven't seen for years. Me neither. I need to revisit that. Well, that Ed Harris is a fan I like Ed Harris as an actor. He's good. You remember him Ed Harris? Mm. He was in uh He's in Apollo 13. Oh, guy. yeah. Um, Bald guy. Oh, dang it. I wish I could remember what else he was in. Uh, he was in a lot of ones. He was. Um, he's a great actor. I just watched him in a movie not too long ago. My wife and I were talking like, oh, Ed Harris. He's now in the Snowpiercer um, television show. Wait a minute. Wasn't he in the Snowpiercer movie? I do not believe so. No, that was I thought he was the captain in the Snowpiercer movie. Am I thinking of the no, right No, you're guy? right. You're right. He was. He was in the Snowpiercer movie with, Ed, with Chris Evans. Yeah. Yeah, and the I eight think people. Like, you know, the, yeah. That was a good movie. Oh, I know, right? It was. Did and they got, they got a TV show. Um, so I think that TV show looks really great. Uh, I, I, I want to know if that was in a book before. So Underwater, did you like the... Do you want to like the ending? The... Oh, like um, I, I like how how she went did out. Did you see that? But did you see like the big bad? Did you see the call? Yeah, I was like, there it is. I mean, oh. I was watching this going, oh my gosh! I was telling my wife like, that's Cthulhu. Like that's that's Cthulhu. And the beginning of the film, they have a call of Cthulhu excerpt at the beginning. If you exactly. see it, and I'm here going, what? And I, I didn't catch it at first. And then right at the end, I told my wife, I'm going, this is. Like, this has to be, this is called Cthulhu. Like, this is Cthulhu. Like, they found the Cthulhu monster. And whenever you see it, you're like, oh my gosh. I just, that reveal was so awesome to me. Um, because if, you, if, you, if you're anybody that's into literature and just horror. Or if you're like me and you're into D&D and you see that, you're like, oh, okay. there it is. I didn't know? think of that. I was just thinking like, you know, I'm H.P. Lovecraft, if, if you're into horror, you, you've heard it and you've got some wind of something, you know. And, uh, but all that reveal at the end was so good. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, my wife and I really like the movie. And the fact, like, I like whenever they have movies that the mermaids are bad. I think that's cool because the mermaids are like these awful creatures. They're, they're a force to be reckoned. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a book I read. Um, oh, the author's Mira. Oh 
it's, it's escaping me. Um, Mira something, but anyway, she wrote a book um, about uh, uh, mermaids. Was it actual mermaids or sea gongs? It was actual mermaids. <laughs> Uh, and the mermaids were bad, and like they, there was documentary crew, and they killed people, and it was a it was a really great book, but it had too much um, social soapboxes in this. It was it was one of the, we talked about it on the podcast oh, okay. uh, about uh, last year. Um, it was a good book, but so much social soapbox so, soapbox stuff that when you bring politics into entertainment, yeah, you don't get any entertainment. it got really old. I'm here going, dude. You, this book could have been about 100 pages less than what you had to put in there. It was really annoying. I didn't like that. Um, but with that said, uh, yeah, this underwater great film. Well, I, see, I was misled because the way you were talking was it was actually Did you see like, the mermaids? I did. Uh-huh. And here I was thinking that, you know, um, the main character would uh, was going to be the mermaid who oh, would wow. save some of the uh, oil tankers. Oh, man. Because the way you said it That's to me. That's hilarious. And then I was watching it, and I was like, no, no. This. <laughs> and I was like, he misled me. <laughs> I feel so betrayed. <laughs> I never meant to mislead you. I never meant to mislead you like that, but I'm kind of glad I did. Because... Yeah, because then actually I wouldn't have realized it was a horror. Yeah. Because the way you were talking, he was like, it was like the little mermaid. Yeah. yeah. I was like, well, there's, uh, you know, the huntsman. Yeah, so totally. Yeah. Good. This is good. Yeah, underwater. Highly recommend it. I enjoy it. Yeah. Monsters. Great. Great monster oh, they movie. Oh, they good. I know. It's like you haven't seen uh, an awesome monster movie in forever. I know. And, um, the reveal I mean just these I love the fact that they're fighting this quote unquote like big monster that you think and then you find out oh there's a lot of them oh no but no hang on they're all attached to this even bigger one and they kind of clear out when the other one comes oh, around so, so it's like good hmm. I mean I was here going this is this is great I loved it yeah and it, it dealt with Cthulhu, and there hasn't been a Cthulhu movie that I'm aware of. Uh, so I thought that was pretty great. So, yep. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad you watched it. So, yeah, you'd recommend that one, right? Highly. Yeah. All probably right, well, the best uh, horror I've seen for probably the last right? five or six years. Yeah, I mean, it was solid. It was good. It wasn't stupid, dumb, cheesy. The The beginning of it is... I love how the beginning... It doesn't stop. It, may, it is so claustrophobic, man. Oh, there yeah. were moments in that movie that made me think of uh, The Descent because you're in yes. such small spaces. Yes. And, you know, you see, like, the water dripping and you realize how far down they yes. really are. And it's like... <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like because yeah. at the beginning you hear going, oh, it's a dream. No, it's not. No, it's not. Oh, it's still a dream. No. And, yeah, I gotta watch that again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy that one. By the way, side note, Event Horizon, they came out with a special 4K version of that do they have the uh, Julian theme? Yeah, they have everything. 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 In-depth commentary, the whole oh. kit and caboodle. Oh. I look at that. Uh, Event Horizon, like, that's something I want to... I mean, my wife would hate that movie. I know she would. But she would watch it with me. She, she would. But as we were watching it, she'd be like, why do you like this? And you're going, I don't know, but it's got Alan Grant in it from because Jurassic it's Park. it's terrifying. And it was so good. It's got uh, Fish, Fishburne. Fish, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, Fishburne. Um, he, he played in Pee Wee's Playhouse? Yes, the cowboy. Cowboy Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, yeah, but Event Horizon, I got to get that one. I was so pumped that they're, that was a, that film is so, Event Horizon, we, we enjoy Event Horizon. Um, I enjoy that actor in general because uh, he also played in The Mouth of Madness and he played in Jurassic Park. Yes, Mouth of Madness he was great in. 
the end of Mouth of Madness blows my mind. I love it. I love the end of Mouth of Madness. And then you realize, oh yeah, spoilers. <laughs> wherever the authors hold him, wherever you find out, or whatever you would see what was happening, it would drive you mad. And then he quite literally watches himself. He goes mad. Oh, it's so good. I mean, uh, uh, there. you know, whenever I eat popcorn, I think of the end of that film. <laughs> I do. He's sitting there. Because like, <laughs> uh, like, what else are you going to do? You're going to laugh about it. So that's what he does. And he was pretty much the only survivor. And the guys walking around with axes in that movie reminded me a lot of Bloodborne. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. I was like thinking, wonder if that was kind of a small reference going on. I could see that. That's H.P. Lovecraft. I mean, Mouth of Madness is H.P. Lovecraft. Right, right. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty it's probably, well yeah. Inspired it's, by it's him quite a bit. Yeah, you're right. But I, I highly recommend you watch the, uh, the one that came out before The Mouth of Madness, uh, The Prince of Darkness. You heard that one? I think you'd like it. It was, uh, there was one they made that was supposed to be the prequel to. Really? Yeah. Like, um, it shows you a, I don't know how to explain that. It shows you a world where there was a church that was trying to usher in the Prince of Darkness into the world. And like um, all these homeless people standing out front started to go crazy and they just, they stand for hours just staring at the church because they know something's up and they've been Wild. bewitched. And it's a great movie. Okay. I'll check that out. A little out. bit older. Alice Cooper plays in it, if that tells you how old it is. Oh, you know, I, I like I like Alice Cooper because he's a Christian now. You know that? He, oh, yeah, he's I did a, not know that. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a Christian. I he's, just know he was a big golfer. He, really? <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. He uh, loves golf. That's awesome. Alice, whoa. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Alice Cooper is a Christian now. He's got his own podcast, his own radio station. Yeah, he's a Christian. I mean, uh, I think Alice Cooper's fantastic, yeah. I actually was listening to uh, some of his stuff the other day because, you know, at work, I'll be doing what I do and I'll just have music going. Like, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll go through little phases. Like, one day I'll be listening to, like, Fly More and one day I'll put on just Alice Cooper and yeah. just listen to all that old school stuff and see what we missed throughout the years. Totally. And he, he had some creepy songs. He was like the Marilyn Manson of his day. Alice Cooper was, and the fact that he found Christ was really neat. <clears throat> like, he... Uh, yeah, check him out. Alice Cooper's just... I'm going to buy his book. I'm sure he's... I'd be all right. I'd have a great book. There was a book I came across this week. It was Ozzy Osbourne's Witty, um, Witty Wisdom. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't... I would pay, like, I mean, a buck for this book, and I would probably just find it just to read it, just because the dumb stuff. But it's, it's like, Witty Wisdom. There's no wisdom in this book. There's none. It's literally just quotes from him... Whenever he's on the road and whenever he's on drugs and, you know, just, you know, uh, but he did say one thing. He's like, the thing I, the thing I've lost is my mind and it's the thing I miss the most. And you listen to Ozzy, yeah, his mind is gone. I mean, it's fried. Um, he has had a lot of miles. Yeah. Um, but he's been like, he's preserved. He's like a walking mummy. He's had every form of chemical induced into his body to the extreme. But one thing I do like about the guy is that he's still loves his wife and kids he just he loves family, he loves his wife and kids and he's like you know what uh, you get the chance watch vh1 behind the music with ozzy osborne remember i've watched, I've watched parts of it yes it was those were good yeah they were they were they were good um i, I yeah they were really good so ozzy i mean not a not a role model but 
the fact that even that guy was focused on his family, like that's pretty darn great. I don't know. I think he's gotten wisdom with his age. Like I he, think he does too. I don't. He's a very spiritual he, man now. Is he? Well, really? at least that's what I heard last time. I okay, mean, he, maybe maybe he is now. Uh, you know what? If there's ever any chance of it being ha- of happening, it would be now. Me, I can see that. Yeah. Um, Everybody but, always crams for their finals. They do. <laughs> that's actually a really good joke. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, the wisdom you got in this book was. I was reading this, going, I would just think this is a hoot just to read. It's, there's no wisdom in it. It's just his life in a condensed version. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So, but I, there was a guitar store. Um, uh, glory days over in uh, Joplin is what it's called. My son and I went in there. He's looking at some basic. Oh, guitars. I love Glory oh, Days. Oh, we went over there. Uh, the guy in there is great. Um, we were just a. Uh, my son saw a bass guitar. He's jamming out in it, and uh, I see a black acoustic in yeah. there that looked beautiful. Oh, they're I was it's like, great. I went in there, and um, you know, we we're looking at guitars, and the guy went over to my son. Is like, hey, you want to play this? And my son's like, sure. He's a bassist, and, uh, and he knows about he knows a lot of his instruments. You know guitar, bass, clarinet, bass clarinet. Anyways, they just let him jam out. We plugged in the amp, he jammed out. It was, it was so much fun. He had a blast. But as I'm going there, I was looking around old records. They had some old CDs. They had a lot of Cold. Our band oh, Cold. Yeah. Had their albums. And then right underneath it, they had the band Dope. So oh. we, saw them at, we saw them at Foxtown. So I told my son, I was like, hey, look, I, I saw this in concert, you know? And so... um. It was a little bit of nostalgia. They had some, uh, they had some old vinyls. Like they had some Billy Joel unopened. Uh, it was a pretty dang neat place. Uh, I just enjoyed going in there and just looking around. And we messed around there for about forty-five minutes, just you know, looking at all the old stuff. So, but yeah, Glory Days was great. Um, I like the fact they just go. You like a guitar? Go plug it into the sand, play it. And the guy was just such a, such a nice, laid-back guy. He's like, oh hey, here you go. We'll plug it in, sure. Go right ahead. Here you go. Here's a pick. Go ahead and play it. That's fine. Just a great, great fella. Yeah, glory days in Joplin. Go there. Yeah, I mean, you're making me want to go there when I get my taxes. Like, buy uh, me a new black acoustic guitar. I mean, they have some pretty ones, but I mean, they are they are expensive, but I feel like this guy, he's... If you shop around, you can find one cheaper. You can. You can go on the internet, you can find one cheaper. Absolutely. No doubt about it. And when I saw it was 300 bucks. Yeah. So I was but... Like, this guy, you get to sit down, you can play it to see if it's legit. That, if I'm not a guitar, you know, aficionado, but if I was, I would probably go to this guy because you could plug it into the amp, you could check it out, you could ask all the questions, and he would really um, just, you would get what you're, you're, you're paying for what you're getting. Yeah, so I, do, you. I do like that. The fact that that was going on there was this one bass we were looking at in my eyes my son was like so is this a good deal he said oh I don't I don't know if it's a good deal but he said it's going to be expensive because it's name brand and um, I said well is it priced well he said well he's probably going to price it you know right but you know we can play it and he said it sounded very good so we'll we'll see we yeah, got glory days Joplin check them out they're good people yeah nice story yep um, so, hey, what other movies you watched? You, yeah, what other, other things you've been watching? I, uh, as nostalgic, uh, how did you feel about the original RoboCop? Loved him. Loved I it. watched, as a kid, because, you know, like, my, my father took me to the uh, Terminator, um, the, 
I, I got to watch the second Terminator movie whenever I was, I think I was probably 10 years old. You know, I mean, I was Wasn't very, it blowing your mind that that I was very you? young, and my dad was excited about it, so he got done milking cows, and he talked to my mom. He's like, hey, I want to take, you know, my son to go watch this. So my dad took me to watch Terminator 2, and he would cover my eyes a large majority of the time, and I was so excited to watch this movie. And then as I watched it, dad would cover, my dad would be, had mom around me, and he'd cover my eyes, and he'd let it go. And I, it was so much fun. I just loved it where, um, you know, my dad let me watch this with him, and he covered my eyes like a good dad should. And, uh, but we did that then um, later on, um, RoboCop came on, and I was like, uh, I came on the television, and we didn't have cable. I didn't have cable until, like, I had, I had three channels, so I was probably... Oh gosh, 14 or 15 years old. I mean, I was, I was, I remember getting cable right before I was able to drive. And uh, so that was pretty wild. But I remember Robocop coming on and my dad and I sitting and watching the first Robocop. And um, I remember thinking, oh, should my dad cover my eyes at this point? You know, because I didn't, I didn't know. But I watched the first one. I don't remember much of it. I watched the second one. I don't remember much of it. I don't think I've watched any more for that, but I did enjoy all the RoboCops that I watched. Hmm. So. So the first one was good. Yep, I liked it. Yeah. So have you watched all of them? There's like three, right, or four? I believe so. I I, I can't remember I can't too much of it because there's so many of them, and there I watched were. them as a kid. But the first one always stuck with me, and the part two kind of stuck with me too because he was fighting the bigger. Okay, was that the one with the big like mech I guy? I think so. Yes. And that one always stuck with me because that one was actually terrifying at some points. Mm. Remember, he becomes self-aware while he's the robot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And he kills his girlfriend. Yes. And it's like, well, it's kind of dark. Scary, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It was. I remember that. I do. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, I thought that one was great. Yeah. Um, I will say this. Um, they kind of go a different way in the remake. So you watched the remake. Yeah. Okay. And it was okay, I'll yep. say that. Yeah. But um, instead of, you know, his family being slaughtered, yep. they're not. He just, right. He's just in an accident and, like, well, not an accident. <laughs> it was more like a hit. Totally. They're, they're trying to take him out. Bad. And then uh, he's pretty much trying to deal with what's happening to him. And they realize that it's kind of messing with him, so his doctors are like, you know what, let's cut his serotonin off, see what happens. And then they cut the serotonin off of his brain and it makes him more machine-like. But then after a while, he like starts becoming more and more aware of what's happening and he goes back into like being human again. It's so, it's kind of weird. I see where they were going with this. And you remember how in the original, in uh, was it part two, where he took the owner off the building? Or was it part three? I don't. I was thinking it was one. Maybe it was. But seems I like don't. The remake was almost an amalgamation of a few. All of them. Yeah. Maybe that's 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 pretty accurate. I mean, again, I've watched the old ones, and oh, I mean, ever since I was a little kid. Well, what bothered me was they they left out like one of the main things from the first and second one was the random commercials. Oh yeah. Because it was like. You got this weird post-apocalyptic yes, environment. that's so true. That was a yeah, that was great. Oh, and if you want to see anything like that, go on TikTok. You're gonna see some of the weirdest stuff pop up sure. off and on. Yeah. yeah, that's what it reminds me of. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the best part of the remake, I thought, was Michael Keaton. 
I, I, I don't know, man. I'm so used to seeing him do comedy roles like Multiplicity. Yeah, he was good at Multiplicity. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice was great. And then I see him as a villain and I'm like, I thought he Michael did, Keaton. I thought on. he did so He did an alright job, but I, I don't know. Maybe just to me, I, I don't see him as a villain. Even, I can see that. Even though he was trying really hard to be one, I'm just like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, yeah. it's Michael Keaton. Why do you like the Beetlejuice? You don't see, I mean... If you were to watch the remake of RoboCop and not see a trailer, you I don't think you would think that Michael Keaton's a bad guy until about halfway through the film. You're like, oh, I think he's the bad guy. Yeah, because originally he just wants to help, but then he's like, oh, I got, I'm pushing my own yeah. cause. And then... Yeah, so I feel like that was cool. Um, <clears throat> I thought the actor they got for RoboCop was great. The effects were very good. Um, I liked the look of him. I thought that was that was pretty great, um, but I, I agree with you. My wife and I watched it, and I enjoyed the film, but it's not one that I would. I mean, I might watch it one more time, but after that, I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 if yeah. that says I prefer the original. Oh, the I do too. One. No, I think the original were way better. the The remaster was a good. It was a good try, but um, I think they should have. Uh, stuck more with the like you're gonna do remake or redo. Let's let's stick with the original roots. I thought the main storyline had like more uh, more pull to it because he had nothing to lose. Yeah, and he he has these little flashes of memories exactly. going through his robot exactly. brain, and I, I thought that had more impact than oh uh, like my wife's still here. Like geez, he can still go see his wife. Right. Yeah. So I don't know that maybe that doesn't take away too much, but. For me, I was like, it has more of an impact. I agree. I agree with you, yeah. Totally. Totally, yeah. Um, what else? Uh, yeah. Oh, I uh, highly recommend... Well, me and my girlfriend actually bought the Jurassic Park box set with all of them because I've only seen two of them. Oh. And I was like, there's a part three. Yeah. There's a part four? And there's yeah. a part five? Yeah. So... And the sixth one's going to come out. One, Dang one, it. one day, yeah, they're, they're filming it. I mean, it might be done or not, but it's a it's one with the ah, you know, the one guy's in Guardians of the Galaxy. But oh, okay, well, you know how yeah. we feel. Part one was a masterpiece. Oh, that was our era, one right there. Was amazing. I still, I have a near and dear. Here's a go. Uh, Dress Part Two, Lost Lost Island, um, the Lost World, Lost World, was. The, uh, the serviceable, film. but the film, uh, I can watch that film and I can show you tons of things filming that was so bad. You can see wires in that film so bad. You can see parts where they cut and they should have cut quicker because people like um, there's mistakes. There's huge mistakes in that film, a lot, and I'm talking a lot. But I still loved that film so well. I think Jeff Goldblum, the fact that he was the main character was so much fun to me. I loved having him in it. Yes. Know, because he was in the original. He was. So. And so that's the only thing that sold me. But also The Lost World was also based off the book. Right. So, because they made two of them. Michael so, Crichton's books. Yep, yep. So I've never, I've got both of them. I haven't read them. But, uh, I'm, yeah. Uh, the third one. So the third one. Uh, I never seen the first one before, okay. and you recommended it to me. I did, and then you said, "Oh, it has the guy in it from the Mouth of Madness," and I was like, yeah. "What? The original dude?" Doctor Alan Grant. Yeah, so I, I watched that, and I was like, "Yes, they brought him back." And um, 
I liked it because they got the, the Spinosaurus in there. Yeah. That was cool. I was like, oh, nice. But one thing I didn't like about it was they got off the island too quickly. Yeah. It I seems agree. like they just accomplished their task just like that. And then yep. they just went straight through it and up here comes the military. And I was thinking, there was so I much know. more they could have done. You, you could have done more. I didn't like how Alan Grant and that girl were not together anymore. That irritated me. Him and his girlfriend, which I thought was a wife. Yeah, and he just kind of used her as someone to call when he yeah. in trouble. And he met the... It was kind of an awkward scene where he goes and meets her husband. And I was like, oh, this is really awkward. But uh, Alan Grant was the best in that film. I, that He was the one that sold it. Everything else in that film I thought was crap. I really did not like the third one. Uh, but, you know, the sixth one... Alan Grant, Jeff Goldblum. No, I haven't gotten to that one yet. I'm only on the fifth one. But the sixth, it's, the sixth one's not out yet. But the sixth one is like coming. Like they're filming oh, it. It's wait. like oh, okay. I take that back. I'm watching the fourth one right now, and okay. then the fifth one I'll watch probably tonight. Okay. So there's a sixth one coming out. Right. Um, that one is uh, is going to be. Um, that one has Alan Grant and everybody back. So that one I'm really looking forward to. I, whenever all those Jurassic Parks are out, I'm gonna buy the whole box set in 4K. Just, I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm a big Jurassic Park fan. Well, I can understand that. Um, I'm such a nerd that when it came to all the John Wicks, I bought them all individually the moment it came sure. out. It's like, I just wanted to see what was happening oh, yeah. every time it came out. Yeah, they're great. Even though they're dumb, stupid, fun. Sure. I mean, uh, that's just, I don't know, it reminds me of the 80s shoot Have you seen the third one? John Wick. Yes. Wait a minute. Was that the one with um, Halle Berry? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Well, it, it had um, Mark Dracoskis in it, didn't it? Who's that? He was. You ever seen Only the Strong in the 1980s, where nope. a guy teaching capoeira to all these kids? It was like the the uh, the substitute. Oh, he's teaching these kids how to fight. Nope. Well, he played one of the main villains, who was like a fanboy really? to John Wick. Oh no, I don't remember that. And, uh, oh, wait, he's the guy he fights for an incredibly long time at the end. Yes. And he does also a food show on the Food Network. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't a I, fan. That film. I, they could have done without the whole Halle Berry thing. If they would have uh, just removed her segment from it, it would have been all well, right. Well, it went too long. Like, I mean, the, I love fighting sequences and shooting sequences, but they went on for so long that you're going... This is dumb. I mean, this, they repeat, like, hey, here's this thing he did for 30 seconds. Now let's go ahead and do that for another five minutes. And I'm not kidding you, five minutes. So I was not a fan of the third one. I did not like the third one. The only reason I liked the third one a little bit because they opened it up. Spoiler alert for a fourth one and, and a fifth one. Supposedly they're going to do five. I think they're going to do six. I do like how they had the Lawrence Fishburne still. I do too. The ending of it. Um, I really enjoy the guy that was in charge of the hotel. But the fact that they, at the end of it, spoiler. Um, it's like, Double oh, crossing. crap. He's, whoa. And I love that actor. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the fourth one and the fifth one. Uh, the third one was a big letdown for me. The first one and the second one, my wife and I loved we loved those films. I hope they bring back the girl who does sign language because I think she would have been really tough had yeah. they continued. I don't think she will. He did. 
Yeah, Ruby, but she's, Ruby Rose. she's sensing you soon. Yeah, the Ruby, the Ruby Rose gal, right? Yeah. She's going to see you soon. Okay. Well, she was stabbed. So, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I can see that. That'd be, be fun. I like that Lawrence Fishburne. I thought that was great. Oh. I, think, I think he was, I think he's going to be Well, he's good at everything he he's is. in. I so. think he would, I would love for him and that, that um hotel guy to go at it at the end. That'd be fun. That would be pretty cool. You know? Because I really did like him in The Matrix, because as Morpheus, oh, he was so amazing. Good. He was made for that role. I know, right? He was good, yeah. That one. I agree. He was also in one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets. Did you know that? No. Yeah, I believe it was uh, Dream Warriors Part uh, 3 or 4. I haven't seen all of them like you have. He, Lawrence Fishburne played one of the orderlies in the hospital. That okay, was I was actually wondering if he was like a guard or something. Uh, I think he was one of the nurses. Okay, yeah, I think I probably have seen that. Just he was just a young man. That yeah, cool. I think I've probably seen a, a picture of him or something like that. Cause that, that rings a bell. Yeah, because I was like, was it a guard or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, Jurassic Park three, awesome. Yeah. And part four, I will say this. Um, ah, uh, I didn't like how they were training the raptors I know. because they are. They're supposed to be, you know, like primal creatures. Yeah. They're not going to listen to anybody but themselves. I, I agree. mean, training them like dogs is kind of cheesy to me, but I can understand where they're going. With they're them. having to get they're they're milking they're really milking it, but they do honestly. They're really trying hard, and they still somehow make it entertaining. And I will say the second one, which would be the fifth one, I was so surprised at how much I liked it, because I'm like, this is gonna be crap. I'm here going, wait, I think I like this one better than the fourth one. Somehow I did. So the fifth one's better than the fourth one? I kind of think it is. And I and there's no reason for it to be, because honestly, it's really stupid. I mean, it really is. I mean, they try to outdo each other. Totally. Time, and yeah. it's outlandish, but you're here going, well, this already happened in the Jurassic universe, so where else could you go? Well, you could go here. Well, that's true. Okay, well, they're really being kind of somewhat realistic because like well they can't go anywhere else with the story so let's just go this way so they do um they're not bad i mean they're all really i mean honestly all those films are really great i mean i'm gonna buy the all the lord of the rings they got you know all the lord of the rings i'm gonna buy the i have all those already i want to get like all of them like 4k extended edition the whole kit caboodle um you know same thing with i wanted like the the ultimate i'm waiting for all that stuff um i think my hat for lord of the rings and the hobbit you know but um, Jurassic Park, I'm waiting for like, hey, you got it all? Can I buy it all? 4K, everything, it's, you know, the extended, all the stuff. Okay, great, I'll buy it. So I'm waiting for that. And, uh, and I'm not a big movie watcher. I'm really not. Um, but there are some movies that hold a place near and dear to my heart, and that's um, Jurassic Park. Well, I guess it just depends on the day for me. You know, it's like mm -hmm. when you get home like after work sometimes, you don't feel like gaming because you feel kind of drained. So you're just like, I don't know. Put on a movie and shut my mind off. For yep. A while. Yep. I agree. I still yeah. Totally. Yep. But what was the last one that you played? I'm oh, sorry. Oh, watched. Ah, uh, I highly recommend if you haven't seen Chernobyl to watch it. Okay. So good. Um, and it's not a documentary. It's an actual like show that's like uh, I want to say 45 minutes to an hour long for each episode. Yeah. Shows you the sequence of events that happens. Uh, wherever the Chernobyl disaster went down and there's not too uh, think, thankfully there's no like uh, soapboxing or nothing like that it's just showing you thank god yeah what happened yeah at that time during you know like the soviet union yeah 
whenever the uh, nuclear power plant exploded, how that happened, why it happened, and it shows you what happens to the people that were connected with it, and all of just the everyday people that are like just living their lives throughout the city. I've heard people reference there's a point where people are like laughing and dancing in the ash. Yeah, because they didn't know what was yes. happening, so they were just kind of just doing what they normally do, only it was during the uh, during the incident where all the uh, the radioactive yeah. dust was going everywhere. Yeah, they didn't know. Right. So yeah, it's um, a buddy of ours over at the Thorn, um, he talked about watching it, and he said it's just, everybody that's watched it has just been high praise. I highly recommend if you get the chance. Uh, I, I believe it's on Netflix, so give it a watch. Really? Turn it on while you're going to sleep. And oh, nice. Okay. Or it should be anyway. I think it was. Yeah. So, okay. Give it a shot. Um, <clears throat> do you want to take a break? Do a... Yeah, we'll take a break. Okay, we'll take a break. And in our final segment, we're going to talk about uh, books. I've been reading a couple books, so we'll talk about those. All right, you did some awesome movies. They were really good. I'll have to watch some more. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, so we'll see you guys in a second. All right, All bye. All right, later. All right, we are back for our final segment of the Midnight 30 podcast. So, <clears throat> I love reading. No, we all. Well, no, we don't. Not not everybody. Oh, well, oh, you're you and right. me do. Right. Yeah, but um, reading, I still believe, is uh, something that reading and writing is is a is something that I feel like is going away. A very vintage. Uh, yeah, it's it's it's. I feel like it's going away, and um, it's sad. But I love reading books. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I love finding a good book and reading it and just talking about it and you and I having conversations about a book and you've, you've recommended to me just a book right now called Cannibal Killers. Um, Moira Martingale. Yeah, which, you know, I'm going to be getting that. Um, but I, I, I read a book um, from Craig Rochelle talking about winning the, war, winning the war in your mind. Best book I've read this year. Um, I always go on Goodreads and I've shared some of our Goodreads stuff on the podcast, but... Um, the best book I've read this year because it really um, is a game changer for me. Uh, and um, it is from a Christian standpoint, and I'm a pastor, so I do I do enjoy it. I mean, it really does good, relevant stuff and teaches, it, it's, it's, it, it says, hey, do these things, it's simple. It's like, if you do this, your brain will change. It gives scientific evidence, it's, it's a great book. So I bought another book from him, it's called Fight. Um, and it talks about, uh, masculinity in this day and age and how it how it's been stripped from men and how you know we, we men have been taught to at a young age like well you can't be this way you 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 need to be you know and men you need to have a let me preface this as you're as you're a guy yes you you need to be you know aware of your emotions because men have a harder time with emotions and stuff because we're guys but um, society now is kind of morphing men into being, well, you, you need to be like this. You, you can't be, you know, uh, 
men want to fix things. They want to stand up for what's right. They they want to um, you know they want to fight somebody like hey this is wrong you shouldn't do this you need to be protected but society is saying like hey no you shouldn't do that this don't don't do confrontation hey let's look at it from this point of view and that that's good but it talks about just how God created us to be men so men are going to have these urges don't stand up for yourself. Yeah. Don't like, you sing no more. Right. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, men are like, hey, you're, you're treating my wife or kids wrong. I'm a man. I'm going to make sure that you don't do that. They're protectors. Right. And society. And problem solvers. Yeah. And society, society has squelched that. And this book talks about how if a man doesn't have anything to fight for that's righteous, he will go crazy. And it is totally, totally true. Um. There are things my wife and I have talked about, like, no, but this is wrong. I, I have this I have this, this urge in my gut to stand up for this because it is wrong. And I'm a man. This is wrong. My, my wife, that there, are, there are things that my wife knows that I don't because she's a woman. So it's like, these are things that you, I don't know. Oh, well, my wife told me. Here's why. Oh, okay. She's, she's made different from me. So I'm going to take her advice on it. And society has kind of kicked away the the masculinity of men and uh, a lot of times whenever people think masculinity of men they think oh alpha male meathead beat everybody up stay alpha bro <laughs> just, um, <laughs> and uh, the society of men is the, the, our, the image of men and masculinity in society has been uh, very much one dimensional where we're just you know horny sex fiends and uh we, that's we don't think much. It's just uh, hey, we we're horny and we want to be you know just beat things up. That's it. And uh, this book is really good because it explains how you're a guy. You have these urges and you have these um, these urges of like hey, I want to stand up for what is right. I want to protect the people I love and it solidifies it like no you you behave that way because god made you that way so behave that way um it was 150 pages 151 to be exact if you don't count the acknowledgements um i highly recommend this book craig rochelle's uh, book is still he's a great author i got three of his books on the way because i loved it so much i mean they're 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 just uh they're good books and you get better from it every time you read them. So anyways, I um, highly recommend it's called Fight. Um, it's awesome. Uh, then I'm also reading Still Talon of God from Wesley Snipes. Dude, I love this book. It's just... I really loved Wayne, so I probably wouldn't like the book. It is like Blade and... It's like the, you know, like Constantine and Blade mixed together. I mean, it is. And um, it's just, it's, it's cheesy, dumb stuff. And, but it's, it's got a great story. And I love it. Like, I mean, every page you read, you're like, this is fun. I'm not bored. Uh, I love it. You know, Talent of God from Wesley Snipes is, uh, is great. I tried to look up some more books Wesley Snipes has um, done. There isn't any. This is his only one. I hope he makes more. I'm not Maybe done with this. Maybe he wrote when he was in the pen? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Um, 
Actually, I'm pretty darn sure he didn't. But I wonder if he had the idea. Maybe we should message him and ask him. Dude, maybe we should. Like, hey, did you did you make this while you were you know locked up? <laughs> <laughs> did you have an idea? Did you? Because I mean, one thing I like is that it's it's religious, right. so it has parts of the Bible they mention, and it's accurate. You know, they. Wait a minute! Didn't we watch a movie with him in it and Chris Kattan back in the day? I could almost swear we did. Oh, Chris Kattan. Yeah, him and Chris Kattan were like in this uh, vampire type, or was it a zombie type movie? And like, uh, I could almost. Swear I do I not could, remember. I can swear Kattan. we watched it. It was a, a night where we uh, we were grabbing cheesy horror films, and we we're like, oh yeah, let's watch this one. And then I can almost swear. The last. I mean, I know he's in The Expendables 3. Um, there was a movie called The Gallo Walkers. He was like, it was in a western. He had white dreadlocks. I watched part of it. It wasn't bad. I mean, that movie wasn't terrible. It wasn't good. But I mean, you know, if you paid a buck to watch it, you know, you'd have a fun time. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, but also you could, factor. you know. You can go to Walmart and buy a ham, buy you know like a, a candy bar and a bottle of pop and have just as much fun too. I mean, uh, well, that's a good way. Yeah, to look. yeah, it really is. I mean, like it's a buck. I mean, I'm not kidding you. Like a dollar, you're like, yeah, but I mean, also you'd have as much fun saving your dollar too, because you could. I mean, I know I would, but that's yeah. just me. So I could save your dollar. Hey, you could save a dollar and not watch it. Okay. <laughs> so, but the fact that you know Wesley Snipes was Blade. Um, that is uh, something I really enjoy. So I don't know with Chris Kattan. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking of Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan in Rush Hour. Are you? You're not, right? No, 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 no. I, I'm trying to. Let me see here. Uh, da, da, da. Can is this it? Is this, no, that's not it. Uh, I have to find it. To Was it sure. after Blade? I don't know, actually. It'd probably have to be after Blade around the same time, because Chris Kattan was kind of popular around that time that he, after Corky Romano, he was kind of done. Yeah. Oh. I did like Chris Kattan, though. I don't know why, but I did. Corky Romano was hilarious. Corky Romano was. It was stupid, dumb fun, and that's why I liked it. I think that's you know? Too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> But Talent of God, I mean, read this book. It's cheap. It's fun. You'll enjoy it. I mean, I, I like it. I'm trying to not read as much. This year, I said, hey, I'm not going to read as much trash. Like, I'm going to read. Because last year, I read a lot of, you know, just quick. Like, oh, I'm going to read this. And I'm going to read that. And I got some really great short stories. But also, I read a lot of junk. It was just like, oh, this was just quick to, you know... Hey, quick to the shelves, comic books, uh, quick to the shelves, novellas. I read a lot of trash last year that I was like, no, I'm good. I'm not doing that again. So, but I will say this is like the perfect reincarnation of just, I'm sorry. This is like the perfect application of a B film put in uh, book form. It's, it's very, very good. So, uh, recommend it highly. Uh, and I'm wondering what to read with my next book. So if you had to pick, so I had to, I had to 
I'm gonna, I could read a Stephen King novel, new or old. He got a new book just that came out. It's called Later, which apparently is very, very good. Read it later. Yeah. <laughs> it's, one thing that irritates me is like, oh, it's about this kid that sees dead people. Oh, so it's like the dead zone. Oh, it's also like Sixth Sense. So it's not a new idea, but apparently it's getting great reviews. Oh, it's also like The Shining. So it kind of goes with his mythos, so I'm wanting to read it because it's still got great reviews. And, um, you know, it's still kind of connected with it. And, you know, as political as King is and just wackadoo, he does write pretty good. I mean, he does. I, I mean, know. He seems to do the same story over and over with, like, well, the same, certain yes. kind of tropes. Yeah, you, and this kind of goes back to that where people talk about, like, this sounds like what he's done before. You know, the dead zone. Oh, a cop that sees dead people. Oh, it's a kid that sees dead people. Is the kid a detective? Kind of. Oh, okay. It's, so, I don't know because I haven't read it yet. Um, but, have that. Or, I read Clive Barker, Books of Blood. Which, I'm a big Clive Barker fan. I haven't read a Clive Barker book in over a year. Or, I read a new author. Okay, I have to backpedal. That wasn't backpedal. Wesley Snipes. It was Undead or Alive. That's what we watched. Oh, I do remember this. Yeah, it was a zombie film. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. why I thought Wesley Snipes no. was it. But. Okay, but uh, Wesley Snipes, yeah, I, I don't see it either. But yeah, the Chris Kattan, I was thinking that. You're uh, right. But I could, I mean... Kind of convoluted. With totally. <laughs> what I was thinking was, and we were saying that Wesley Snipes was thinking that um, that one show where the guy's a cop and the, he has a criminal with him and they team up. It's like, it's, um, how the guy was in major pain. You're not thinking of Demolition Man, are you? No, I'm not. Uh, oh, Wayne's Wayne. He was Damon Wayne or something like that. With a, I want to say Bruce Willis, but that's not right. Hmm. But it was the guy was a cop, and there was a criminal, and they end up teaming up against the bad guys at the end. Sounds familiar. Yeah, it's one of those. I want to call. I want to say the the game. The game. The movie's called Bulletproof, but I don't think that's right. Um, Bulletproof, I believe, was Adam Sandler and um, Damon Wayne. That's it. It was the Waynes. Okay, so yep. it was Waynes. Yeah. Yep. 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 Damon Waynes. Okay, so yep. That Old was it. Right That's there. the one I was thinking. I was like, well, maybe it's like that. But... Okay. Um, so, what would you recommend? I mean, you got King, Clive Barker, or a new author? Um... And I've already read two new authors. No. Have I read from two authors, two new authors this year? I think I, let me check my Goodreads because apparently I have read, I've read five books already this year. Um, I've read, okay, so I've read two books. I've read from two new authors this year. So I'm either thinking after Talent of God, because I'm reading another Craig Rochelle book coming in. I mean, I was, I'm always going to have like a side note, like Craig Rochelle or some like great Christian, you know, self-help, just doing novel, novel, something like that. Um, excuse me, but uh, so yeah, so King, Barker, or New Author, what do you think? If you like true crime, I'd recommend Harold Schechter. Yeah, you, you told me about him. 
Anything by him is amazing. Um, I think he is a teacher in a college. Yeah, he's like he's like studies this stuff. Yeah, like he uh, deals with psychology and stuff like that. But he like researches the lives of uh, um, a bunch of these killers, and he writes books about them. And I've owned a few of his books, and they've always been great. I mean, granted, I've lost a few of them in the move, but I definitely would buy them again when I get okay. a chance. Okay. He's really good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so do you recommend a new author or Clive or a King? Because I'm uh, leaning towards Clive because I've not read a new, Cl- I've not read Clive Barker in over a year and Clive Barker is probably going to get a new novel out maybe this year. I would probably think it's going to be next year. He's working on a new book, um, whenever that is, but, um. I haven't read a Clyde Barker book in a long time. Mm, uh, I don't know. That's the bad part. I haven't really read any Clyde Barker. I just watched all of his movies. Really? I did not know this. Yep. Um, He's such a great author. I do want to read The Lord of Illusions because I thought the movie... (coughs) (coughs) Oh, where'd that come from? Um, I thought the movie... uh, kind of have more to it because yeah. it has like this uh, a family like Manson family kind of vibe to it yeah. so I was like the book is way better I mean the book is way better so it had more to it yeah and it wasn't well I would say the movie had more to it the movie added a lot of crap that you're going like what? I mean the book is not very big the Lord Illusion's book is not very big now you need to buy the Lord Illusion book not the Lord of the Illusion book that is a novelization of the movie. Because there's two different ones. You need to make sure you buy the one that is the original Lord of Illusions. Hmm. Because there's one that they just basically took the movie and put into book form. And that's, you gotta watch out for that one. Nah. But yeah, the, the original is very good. I mean, it is, it is, um, I mean, I liked it way better than the movie. Way better than the movie. I thought the one guy they picked as the magician was probably the best acting he's ever done. Oh, wait, you know wasn't he the about? guy who played in Deep Rising? Red Deep guy? Rising? Whoa, that's going way back. Yeah, like, you ever seen Deep Rising? I have. The red-haired guy who was like, he gave the guy a gun and he's like, don't tell me I never gave you nothing. And then he shoots at him as soon as he gets it and he's like, <laughs> Maybe. Deep Rising was like the underwater sea creature. Your, your classic thing. monster movie. Yeah. And uh, the main character was this B actor. And uh, I just thought it was funny how they had the guy who played the magician in War of Illusions, who was like the, uh, I, I don't want to say co-captain, but what were they called again? I don't know, maybe his first mate? I think, maybe, yeah. And I just thought it was so funny how he was like the comic relief character in the movie Deep Rising. Let me see, because, um, okay, so Deep Rising. Deep... Oh, there's a two? What? No. Oh. What? Sure, there's... I just said Deep Rising 2 on, like, Google, so I don't know if it was legit, but... Okay, so Deep Rising cast. I hope I got the right guy. Yep, Kevin J. O'Connor. That guy right there. Oh, okay. Him? Uh, I wonder how come he doesn't have the red hair in that picture. 
Yep, my man. Yep, yep. Yep. He did. That I mean I don't like him as an actor. <laughs> I thought he's great. Well, that that I mean, <laughs> the best one I thought he did was uh, I thought he did great. Um, in Lord of Illusions. Yeah. But it's also more serious than he is in his other movies. Yep. Yep. And I feel like that's. I felt like he, again, com- I don't think he's he's better at comic relief. That that's his shtick. Right. Um. Yeah, Lord Illusions book was just it was better it really was the movie I did not enjoy I felt like um, that and also Nightbreed they I felt like they tried to mix I don't know which came first that or Nightbreed because Nightbreed was originally um, I want to say Nightbreed because Nightbreed was quite a bit because that was connected with the book Cabal and which was probably around around the same time period as Hellraiser so. Yeah, because yeah, yes, because there's some definitely some self mutilization in um, Hellraiser and then Cabal. But because I, I've read Cabal, that's one of the books I need to read. Um, I've read some of his comic. Clyde Barker's comics are not good. I don't see why, but his comics are just they're so. You know. I mean, uh, is he going for the graphic novel kind of thing? Huh? Is he going for the graphic novel? He is, and it just, it's so um, confusing. You're here going like, what are you saying? I'm just going to literally like read what you're saying, but I'm looking at the pictures more because he's wanting to envelop a lot of emotion with the reading and the pictures, and you're looking at it going, Clive, you're, because he's also an artist, he's a painter. Right. So he's just, he, they call himself an imaginer, and he really is. He's a great, I mean, again, Clyde Barker is my favorite novelist, I mean, my favorite author. But his comics are very confusing because they have this art that's very pretty, very detailed, and you got this writing that is very good, but whenever you're reading it, you're going, I'm reading a novel. As I'm reading this, but I got these pictures, but what I'm reading is not connecting with what I'm envisioning in my head. So there's a battle between I'm like, well, I don't I don't see this what you're writing, Clive, because what I'm reading and what I'm seeing in my head, excuse me, is not the same. So why should I which one do you want me to do? So most of the time on his novels I've just read and I've Looked the pictures and went on. At the end, I, I get the gist. I'm like, okay, this is what happened. All right. I'm off, just here. A little off topic, yeah. but have you read the Frank Miller Batman? I have. Okay. Spoiler. What did you think whenever he snapped the Joker's neck? It was great. I mean, I thought I loved that, it. I was not expecting that. I loved it. Um, I've read all of Frank Miller's. I think I've read all of them. I'm pretty sure I have. I've only read the, uh, the one with the Joker. Um, this was a long time ago. Yeah. But I can remember coming across it, and then I was like reading it where you know, he stabbed the Joker's neck, and I was like, yep. what? I know. And then I realized, oh, wait, this isn't the original. This is just a retelling. This is his own deal. Yeah. yeah. Neil Gaiman did the same thing where like it's like, hey, the Batman universe, according to Neil Gaiman, uh, it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. Um, Frank Miller's Batman is very good. I've read all of them, even The Master Race, which is the, the fourth one, I think, or the third one. Uh, yeah, all of Frank Miller's Batman probably is the best. 
Hmm. I really like Frank Miller's Batman. It's very, very good. Um, it's gritty. It's realistic. It's like, you know, there's a point where like Batman's like this old, you know, burly guy, you know, but it's like, it'd be silly to do what's right. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Frank Miller's Batman is very, very good. Um, yeah. I think I've, I think I've got, uh, I think I've got two of them, but I've read them. I'm pretty sure I've read them all, but that's, that's, that's a whole other deal that I need to buy because man, Frank Miller's a, He's the one that did the 300 comic. I loved know? 300, the movie. I never read the comic, though, unfortunately. Me either. The movie, I never watched the second 300. Me either. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, I heard it was more about the... Uh, the Athenians. Athenians. Yep. So I, I was like, yeah, the I agree. are already... <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, if you ever wanted to go visit Sparta, what used to be Sparta, you actually can. Hmm. They got their own town. Really? Yeah, like the, the formerly what used to be Sparta is now like a tourist attraction. Oh, that's so, BA. So you can go there and visit that's what cool. used to be Sparta. And I was like looking at that the other day on YouTube and I was like, that would be pretty cool to go into a pub that was just hanging oh, out. Oh, that'd be neat. Sparta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Just... That would be cool. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, books are great. You need to read. I wish people, well, why do you think people don't read as much anymore? Uh, well, that's probably due to smartphones and laptops and yeah. everybody can just have what they want in an instant. Why bother getting a book where you can just watch the movie? I know, and it's irritating because what you, I've never had a movie be as good as the movie that I played in my mind when I'm reading. Never. I'm like, what I, what I had in my mind as I read was way better. But how much of what I bet the directors that were reading those books was thinking in their minds how they wanted to I know, out, so. I know. And it's like, but that was the, yes, and you're like watching the director's version. And also they're thinking like, well, I'm going to do this because this, this topic sells. So I'm going to make this topic more apparent in the movie, but it was only touched on in the book, you know, a little bit. I, um, I just wish more people would... Yeah, read. I just think reading is such a great thing to do. I just I love. I always have a book on me. I'm always reading constantly. I just um. Yeah, I, I wish that people would read more. My 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 series I want to read. I think this maybe this year I'll start it, but it'll take me about a full year, not more, to read the whole Dark Tower series from Stephen King. Didn't you have a series that came out a while ago? I could have sworn I watched it the other day with my girlfriend. The Stand. They remade The Stand. Uh, this is another one. Something entirely upon itself where a guy's accused of a crime that he quite clearly didn't do. And like a shapeshifter has taken his form. Oh wait, don't tell me about it. It is. Don't tell me about it because I want to I oh, read okay. the book. Well, I, I watched it. And I, yes. And then I, before my girlfriend even told me who made it, I knew who made it. Yes. Just by the sequence of events and I was like... This is a Stephen King, isn't it? Yeah. She's like, yeah. And I was like, I knew it. Yeah. Just by the way, everything went down. Yep. I got that book. I think I got. The, well, I say I got that book. I think I did. But I, I want to. That is a book that I want to read. Um. Yeah. Stephen King. I know exactly. I'm not gonna. Because I need like. Because <laughs> you've talked about like, oh crap. So you like step back and just not. So it can leave my mind more. Oh. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Okay. People liked it a lot. 
Yeah, I watched the uh, series for it. It wasn't bad. really. Okay. Yeah, we bought it uh, because we're in this DVD phase now where we're like, we want to see everything on our new big TV. Sure. So we're like, oh, let's. We're going to buy all the War of the uh, Rings and we're going to buy Jurassic Park oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And we're, we're pretty much wanting to see whatever. That's fun. That's cool. Yeah. Whenever I got my new TV, um, there was things I want to experience. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I will say there's there's movies that you know they release in 4K, and you watch them in 4K like oh cool, and you're watching them, you're going, it, yeah, it looks better, but still, whenever we watched from VHS to DVD, that was huge, right? Huge difference. I mean, from VHS to DVD was night and day now I mean I'll watch a blu-ray and a DVD yes a blu-ray is better has better picture yes but whenever I'm going to Redbox and I'm renting a movie if I really love this movie and adore it and I want the whole thing in crisp just HD super 4k quality want the best and everything I'll buy the blu-ray but if it's just some basic movie that just came out and I really don't care about it, I'll buy the DVD. Because it's literally like 25 cents more to get the Blu-ray. I'm like, I'm not going to... I'll buy the DVD. I'll rent the DVD. So I feel like we've got so accustomed to everything being so good right now that... Um, I'll tell you what, these kids just now, they, they don't know what it's like to watch a VHS... Hey, I think VHS makes uh, horror movies a lot crazier. Oh, totally. I mean, I can see that, yeah. I mean, I, I to this day, if I uh, get the chance, I will still watch like Halloween on my VCR. Yeah, yeah. It, it just looks yeah. a lot creepier. Totally. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I just, mm, um, well, of course, everything's going to digital. And one thing I don't like is that um, I will never... If I want a movie, I'm going to buy it on disc because, you know, like, oh, you can't on the internet, just download and watch it. No, because streaming, if your internet's bad, you're... Too many gangs. It is. Your internet's bad, then your quality of picture is not going to be as good. It's like, no, I have a... I want to... I have this copy. I want to plug it in. I want to watch it. And that's something that is very scary for me in the future because there's some things I'm like, well, I want to have this. And it's probably better to own some physical, uh, you know, media here sure. in the future because now stuff is being edited based on whims. Yep, it's being ca- canceled. Like, oh, yeah. Um, so it'd probably be best to have it. Uh huh. Now. Yep, it is. You know I mean? Even cartoons. Totally. If you got Dr. Seuss books, you can sell them and make tons of money now. Yeah, and like, uh, or Peppy Lapew even. If you yeah. have Peppy Lapew, my, my dad has a bunch of those cartoons. I'm tempted just He's to like, got lots of Peppy Lapew? He has like original Looney Tunes. I am oh my so gosh. tempted to be like, Dad, I will buy those from you. Did you hear what they did to the female bunny in Space Jam? Uh, put Space Jam 2. What did they do? So the female bunny, I don't know her name, but isn't you know, Lola Bunny the one who like got most of people to turn into furry? I don't know. At that one time, <laughs> I have no idea. All I know is that there's Bugs Bunny, and then Bugs Bunny has a girl that he likes. Yeah, it is was it? it was in uh, Space Jam. It was, okay, I guess, but they have Space Jam two coming out. Right, with LeBron James. Um, oh, okay. LeBron James will probably 
cry most of the time during the film, which he has, and he'll probably cry even more whenever it's came out. Um, he probably... <laughs> Uh, there's going to be a point where they would probably, they'll probably need him. They'll probably have to take a knee in it. Uh, but there is a point where he'll get so mad that he might have to take a double knee. And so Lola, <laughs> Lola, they got so mad that Lola is a female. She's a female right. bunny rabbit. I mean, she's a female rabbit. She's a female bunny rabbit. So they made her have breasts in Space Jam. They've, she's always had breasts in all of this stuff because like, oh, it's a girl. So that's the big thing. And also she's a little bit different color. She's like a pink or something, I think. Oh, well, color. Pink, uh, right? I, mean, I don't know, but anyway. That's not being like No. That, so. so they got mad that she was somehow like offensive because she was over-sexualized, which Hey, I'm a, I'm a pastor, so I'm here like, hey, make it sure sh- it's an over-sexualized. I mean, I'm, I'm all for it, but it's freaking Lola, the, the bunny rabbit. What the heck? So they got rid of that, and so they got rid of her breasts for the second Space Jam. And also they got rid of Pepper Le Pew. Of course they did. Of course they did. And even, Why? Did Pepe Le Pew look too much like Marilyn Manson or something? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing, the one thing I hate about. I'm Pepe, sorry. I didn't mean that. The one thing I hate about Pepe Le Pew is that he was awful. He was always just a horn dog going after well, that girl. Yeah, that, that was, was that part. That was a shtick. It mean, was. I was like, hey, th- yeah, he was a, yeah, he's a, a filthy guy. Okay, but the reasons they got rid of him were. Totally not for the right ones, I believe. I'm like, what? All right. So politics, I guess. I know. Mm. But you know, um, cross-dressing librarians can read children, read stories to children, and that's okay. Oh, definitely. So that's all right, you know. But Pepe Le Pew, go go. That's crossing the line. That is that's that is boundaries right there. That is bad juju. So. I don't know if I should open this now. Oh, it's going to go. <laughs> it's going to go. Yeah, well. Uh, we're in an age, we're in an age now that's like, you know, just, this is, it's so bonkers. Like Whoopi Goldberg, you know, she's been like totally just, you know, out there. But even her, she was like, you're getting rid of Peppa Le Pew? Like, what the heck? What are you guys doing? Just good grief. Yeah, nothing else better to do. I know. It's like, but she's here going. This is ridiculous. Um, what about um, what was a cartoon? I'm just trying to think of this. Like all the cartoons you and I grew up with. Like I mean, uh, the Teenage Ninja Turtles. Let's get rid of that. <coughs> I mean, um, I can't. I don't think they can find anything in that one. Oh, that just they wait. Find fault with, you know just I mean? wait. Peta will grab onto that. Yeah, there's probably something. The probably. I mean, just you know. I mean, I could see that. Um, oh, I'm sure they find some way to work it. Sure. Uh, you know, I could definitely see. If you do enough mental gymnastics, you can find any way to be offended by anything. Oh, write that down. If you do enough mental gymnastics, you can find a way to be offended by anything. Well, that's true. I it mean, is, but you, you need to, like, that's a really good quote. Like, for example, like, uh, let's say you're a vegetarian, but you see somebody eating fruit from a tree, and you're like, oh, no, you're eating the tree's babies. Yep. 
And there you go. Yep. That, that's something right there. How dare you? <laughs> there was the other day, I was talking with some people, and I was like, so what do you want? You want a chicken patty? You want a chicken salad? Or do you want an egg salad? Either way, they're all chicken. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, well, they, they are. They're all chicken, just different forms of it. Like an egg is just a creamy chicken. And the individual's taco too is a vegan. Like, what? Like, yeah, I mean, you're fine, but like, the egg is, and they knew that the egg was, you know, produced from a chicken. They knew that, but it just clicked for them. Totally blew their mind. It was amazing to watch their, their, you know, interaction with that. But, yeah, it's the same thing. It's chicken, just different forms. So, it's good. Good times. Oh, it's great times. Great times. Now, if you had to pick real quick, um, so Stephen King, they're wanting to do an It Chapter 3. Before, supposedly, now you haven't read the whole, you haven't read the It book. Not the whole thing. Yeah. Um, do you think they should have an It Chapter 3 before a book? Well, seeing how they wrapped it up already. Yeah. And they already went further than what the original did. Why not? Uh, if King really has to pay rent, you know, go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I would. <laughs> it's a really good way to look at it, actually. I would, I would prefer a book first. I would, I would think if King, oh man, I just, I don't, there doesn't need to be an It 3. It's just a cash grab. It is. And obviously because they're a movie company, they're going to want to make more movies to make money. That's how it goes. Totally. I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting them down for that. But King's going to make books to make money. But I feel like with a book, you really need to need a, like, hey, this book sold so well, I'm going to make a second book because books will, it's harder to sell more books than movies because people are going to go to a movie over a book, sadly. So I feel like if he was able to endorse, like, hey, yeah, I'm going to make a book about this and the third it book is coming out and... By the way, if those you don't know, the first, there's only one It book. It's just literally It Chapter 1, It Chapter 2. It's like all in one book, which I love that he did that. King just wishes that he wrote Harry Potter. He wishes. Dude, yeah. He just. (laughs) What if King did like a Harry Potter version? I'm actually waiting for something That'd be really good, actually. Something tells me it'd be a little darker. uh... Yeah, maybe. A little bit of, <laughs> there'd be more, um, a little bit more, uh, death and doom, I guess. There'd be more death and doom. And there would be a significant person to lead everybody. There'd be more incest and pedophilia. There would be. Most likely. <laughs> Depending on how many, uh, well, how much stuff he was on when he wrote. The totally. Book. Yeah. Mean, yeah. That's only happened in five of his books. Yeah, I like how quirky he was when he showed up in, uh, what was it, uh, It Part 2. And he's like, oh, I, I didn't like the ending. And oh, like, I know. Oh, you're so funny. You're, you're so funny. Stephen. Because <laughs> Stephen still goes to bed at night going, everybody didn't like my ending, but I liked it. I liked it. I wrote it. And he rationalizes to his wife. Like, this is why I wrote it. His wife's like, I know you did. Yeah, you should see me I know. running that bike shop in, in, see in, in the movie. So I, I told him. I, I, I said it, and I was like, you know what, that, that's going to cost this much. And he also played in um, 
he was in, uh, he was the priest in Pet Cemetery. Yeah, he was, and he was also in uh, what Maximum Overdrive as a guy who uh, the uh, ATM was randomly calling him never, a bad word. Never a uh, Max. Is that a Stephen King book or? It was a Stephen King book and a Stephen King movie. Emilio Estevez is where all what? the a comet comes and then all of a sudden all the electrical appliances start coming to life and trucks start just mowing people down. Never heard of it. Not bad. It's Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez is... Emilio Estevez. He is well known for the Mighty Ducks and also Night at the Roxbury, Chris Catan. Emilio! Emilio! <laughs> <laughs> You know, immediately they're making another Mighty Ducks uh, series. Why? Yeah, I mean, it's series or movie, but I think it's movie on um, Disney Plus. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I like the first two. I do. The they were fantastic. And then, like, I heard that you know, there was a part three. Yeah, he was in there for a little bit. He was in there for a little bit, but then they have a new coach there in college. So, and they don't like the new coach. Like, I don't like him. He's too mean. I can't remember that too well because about the time that came out, like, Heavyweights was really big. Heavyweights was fun. And it had, like, some of the same actors. They did, yeah. So, Um, I I have to watch it again. I mean, they were, one and two were great. Mighty Ducks uh, 3... It was it was not as good. I mean, it, it, I, I watched it one time and I was like, ah, it's not good. But the first two, oh, I watched those all the time as a kid. I mean, remember as a kid, like you buying that VHS or you know us buying a VHS and just having it home and just playing it over and over and over again. I think I did that with Land Before Time and oh, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Yes, I did too. Uh, Land Before Time was great. All Dogs Go to Heaven. I watched the first one a lot. I did not watch the second one that much. I I've never like, seen. I think it was a thing. Was like a third one. But I remember. Um, I think there was a Rockadoodle. Remember Rockadoodle? Oh, that was so creepy. I loved it. That was by the same guys that did All Dogs Go to Heaven. Annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> but wasn't also the people that did Land Before Time as well? Um, what was his name? Uh, uh, they also, was that the Secrets of Nim as yes, well? The guy who did and Fifle. Yes, and Thumbelina. Thumble? No. I, I could have sworn. Wait, 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 was Gully. that Disney or was that him? No, it was not. It, thump, no, Thumbelina. Mm, I don't know. I maybe I don't think Thumbelina was Disney, but Fern Gully also. Um, uh, what was his name? Thumb, uh, Secrets of Nim. The Secrets of Nim was amazing. So freaking! It was so good. The the artist so dark. Too. It was, and the artistry was so. All of his movies were actually. So oh yeah, the, I mean they looked. Even all dark. dogs go to heaven had like this yeah kind of horror vibe. It did. It. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, Fifel Fifel was great. Fifel goes west was my favorite. That I, was I watched that one. too much when I was a kid. I love Fifel goes. Fifel goes west was just the best. Oh, pop quiz. Got, How you watched the lot as a kid, right? Watch what. You watched Fifle Goes West? Oh, yeah. Fifle and his family were immigrants. Yep. Where did they come from? Oh, sh- no. Did they have a Russian accent or an Italian accent? Russian. Actually, Wasn't it Russian? I don't know, to tell you the truth. Because it I was haven't Russian. seen it since I was about 12. It's gotta be Russian. We're gonna have to look that up later, because that was a classic. It right was. There. I remember the big cat. Oh, uh, Tom DeLuise? 
maybe. That yeah. May, yeah. I want to say John Candy, but just because he's so big. But no, I think, it, yeah, it's not John Candy. It's yeah. not. You're right. I believe it was Dom Delaware. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He did a lot of, uh, like, movies at that time. A lot of silly ones, too. Yep. Oh, you ever man. seen uh, Silence of the Ham? I've heard of it. He, he plays, like, the, uh, the Hannibal Lecter kind of oh, character. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it was so good. Was yeah. So oh, dude, those are good. There's, I mean, there's not that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't have Netflix anymore. Um, but we just watch just, you know, whatever's on Amazon. And we got stars for six months for like $3. Yeah, heck of a deal. So, you know, I'm not a big movie person. Um, but, you know, um, I still believe that the movies that we grew up watching, they are not as good. Whenever we have a really good one come out, it's like huge. But after that, it's like it just wasn't as good as a kid. Like I'm here going like, my kids are gonna be like, hey, remember when we watched YouTube videos? Uh, I'm like, oh, it's not as. Doesn't quite have the same. It doesn't. Like yeah. Thing. I mean the fifty-year-old man that's wearing underwear and just <laughs> voicing over stuff. Like yeah, it's funny. It depends on the video, I guess. I guess so. But, but at the same time, it's like it, I don't know, maybe. Feature film is a lot different. It does, and, and I'm being video. and I'm being the old grumpy man. Get off my lawn, you know, right now. But um, oh, yeah, movies just weren't maybe as, maybe people just aren't paying uh, filmmakers that much anymore. Probably not, and I don't think people are as critical about it probably as you and I. I think obviously film critics are, and we're not film critics. Right. Um, I would never give us that title, but uh, you know, books. There's very few, the older I get, the more I'm like, there's very few movies and very good, there's very few good books, very good few movies and very good, a few games that I love and just it stands out. And there's too many remakes. There is, like, and everything's borrowed from everything. You know, I get it. And that's just, you know, the longer you're, you are on this earth, the more you see things get remade. It's just part of it but um yeah i would say you know as far as like a horror films uh yeah the underwater one did you know i'm um, sam raimi is uh, coming out with a new movie called unholy it's coming out on easter and i as a pastor i i, I do i take a little bit of offense because i'm like oh because they specifically have it you know set like oh it's gonna be around you know, about easter but Sam Raimi is, he's a pretty good director. I mean, he did really bad on the Spider-Man movies, which I know that you agree with me on. He's really bad. And the Sam, you said even those were the best, those are like the worst Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire, right? Yeah, yeah. oh, totally, yeah, <laughs> no. But there's this movie coming out called Unholy. Uh, it's not, it's, it's, I mean, I looked at the trailer, it looks fun. But you're watching it going, oh, this is, this is the Sam Raimi. They have the guy that uh, played in uh, Princess Bride, something Carrie. Oh, uh, dang it. He was in the first Saw movie. Oh, that guy. Yeah, oh. something Carrie. His name is something Carrie. I, I don't know his name. I just remember him. Uh, and he was also in uh, Robin Hood and Prince of Thieves. Yep. Yeah, Prince of Tights. Uh, uh, Robin Hood and Tights. Why did I say Prince Roman of Thieves? Roman and Tights. Tights, Prince, Tights. Yeah, Prince of Thieves was the Kevin Costner one. Why yep. Why I think of yep. So, uh, but he's in it. It um, it looks interesting. So I, I'm wanting to see a new good, you know, horror film that 
breaks the genre, kind of pushes it farther. I felt Insidious was probably the best one that's come out in quite a few years. Underwater was probably the next. I'm like, oh, this is pushing it different ways. So we'll, we'll wait and see. Hmm. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. See if I can do a good job of it. Totally. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, this has been an awesome segment. Um, anyways, uh, like, subscribe. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. So until next time, we will not be on here for, we won't be here Thursday, so it'll be a little over a week before we're back at you. It'll be a little bit. So, all right. This has been the Midnight 30 Podcast. I am Langel. And I'm Jeremy. We are go. See you guys. All right. There you go.